Hello, everyone, and welcome to the LG Show. I hope everybody had a good uh, 4th of July weekend. Tonight's story is going to be about this man. He tried to use fake counterfeit money to get out of jail. Now, first of all, if you're in jail, why would you try to use fake counterfeit money to get out of jail? It, it, I'm telling you, some people just do not use their brains to think. What did the guy think that uh, the police weren't going to know what a fake, uh, what fake uh, counterfeit money is? Just does not make no sense. Well, anyways, the story came out of Waterboro, Maine. The story goes: a man in Maine tried to post two hundred dollar bail with counterfeit bills, according to the sheriff's office. Deputies responded to a report of a stolen vehicle in Waterboro early Sunday morning. Stopped a man walking nearby. The New York um, or the York County Sheriff's Office wrote in a Facebook post. They determined that he was not involved but arrested him on an outstanding warrant for theft from a Walmart, Sheriff William King said. The man said he had enough money to post $200 in bail, but when the bail commissioner arrived, he tried to pay with two counterfeit $100 bills. And like I said before, why in the hell would you try to use fake money? That makes no freaking sense to me. I'm sure that makes no freaking sense to a lot of people here in the United States, is why would you try to use fake freaking money? Goes on, well, I'm thinking this, maybe uh, this this theft that happened, maybe he tried to use counterfeit money at Walmart. Well, it goes on to say he was uh, detained, or he was denied bail and was returned to jail with additional charges of forgery. The man was able to post $100 in bail after, or $100 in bail later in the day, the sheriff's office said. His court date is scheduled for August the 4th. Court records do not indicate if the man has an attorney to represent him. A working phone number from the man could not be found. Now, like I said once again, why in the hell would you try to pass counterfeit money to get out of prison or get out of jail? That makes no freaking sense. You know, it, it's about as bad as that lady the other day, the story I was telling about that woman who worked for the... Uh, you know, the corrections office, she was a corrections officer and she puts drugs in Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> I'm telling you, first of all, that was stupid. Second of all, you lost a good paying job, a good retirement. I'm telling you, some people it just doesn't make any sense. You just can't use your brain. I'm telling you, some people. Um. But I hope everybody had a good uh, holiday weekend, July 4th weekend. I hope everybody saw some awesome fireworks, awesome fireworks displays. I'm telling you folks, I'm not good on, um, um, you know, uh, promoting certain types of coffee. But I will say this, and I've had a lot of coffee in the past, and I've tried different brands especially Folgers and Hills Brothers and all these other other brands. But somehow, 
I come back to Maxwell House. I love Maxwell House coffee. And um, the dark roast of Maxwell House coffee. It just, it has a smooth textured taste to it. And uh, I tell you, if you get some of that Dunkin' Donuts, the cream that they sell at the uh, Walmart stores or any, I guess any of the stores will sell them, but I usually pick it up at Walmart because it usually has the best price there. But um, if you pick up some of that, um, if you pick up some of that um, Maxwell House dark roast coffee and get you some of that uh, Dunkin' Donuts creamer, and I'm telling you, and then you mix, uh, put a little, little bit of sugar in there, or some of that, you know, maybe a, a teaspoon of sugar. And boy, I tell you, you have a, a good, good cup of coffee. And if the, the thing about it is, whatever day, if you're so tired, you drink some of that coffee, it perks you right up. It, it's almost like a lightning bolt. It strikes you. And it perks you up and makes you continue through your day. I'm not really a morning person. You know, I, I I tend to sleep in or try to sleep in as much as I can. But I will tell you this much. If when I get tired during the afternoon and I got to drink something to, to perk me up, I take some of that coffee and it boosts my metabolism real fast, gets me gets me jolted and, and get going for the day. Uh, another story I got here now. This story, I guess this has been going on for quite some time. It's about this lady, I believe. I remember seeing this story a couple years ago about this lady. She started like this Flintstone, uh, Flintstone, um, like kind of town kind of thing. Well, these people in the San Francisco suburb, they wanted her to get rid of this Flintstone house. I guess it's called the Flintstone house is what they call it. Well, I guess now the Flintstone house can stay. I, maybe it's court ordered or something, but I didn't really read the story. I just found this. But I remember seeing this a couple years ago. It says the owner of a, of a prehistoric looking house in a posh San Francisco suburb has settled a lawsuit with the town of Hillsborough. Now, this is not Hillsborough, Florida. This is Hillsboro, uh, I guess, a suburb of uh, San Francisco. I thought this, when I saw this and they were interviewing this lady, I thought this was actually kind of cool. That somebody would take the time and they would, you know, make a little town like this. That You know, a little town, something they believed in, you know, probably watching as a child or even probably watching to this very day. And basically somebody who was a Flintstone fan. Now, I'm going to get to the point where there's probably going to be somebody that's going to be making uh, maybe a town like the Jetsons. You know, it, may, it might take 50, 60 years, but I, I bet you anything it's going to eventually it's going to happen. Especially when they get those flying cars rolling around. And, and you know what? Modern science, they have been inventing things that were on the Jetsons back in the 60s. They are inventing a lot of those things now. You know, especially like back in uh, the uh, Star Trek days, you know, the the communicators that they had where they said, beam me up, Scotty, all that stuff. That's basically uh, our cell phones now. You know, when they first come out with the flip phones, that was basically like those uh, communicators that uh, Kirk and all them guys had. 
So it, you know, everything's just coming together and they're starting to build these things. And I bet you within the next 40, 50 years, they're probably, probably going to have uh, cars flying out and, you know, out in the sky and all this stuff. And it'll probably happen. I see stuff on YouTube. Now, I don't know if it's legit about flying cars and all this, but uh, I, I don't really know if they're actually legit or they're just computer generated. But when you see it, when you see it, it looks so real. You know, say, hey, I want one of those. Well, you know what? Look at jetpacks. Who would have thought they would have invented jetpacks? Now it's getting to the point they're inventing them. But the problem is they cost so much money to buy. I mean, we're talking millions of dollars. You got to be a millionaire to be able to buy one of these. And, you know, and you're flying maybe like two minutes up in the air. Or maybe, you know, maybe a max of five minutes. You're flying up in the air around everywhere. But who wouldn't want one of those? Who wouldn't be, who wouldn't say that's freaking cool to be able to do these things, to be able to, you know, to be able to fly in the air like that? I'd like to have one of those. I think it'd be pretty damn awesome. But um, getting back to this Flintstone thing, uh, this uh, lady, I believe, now, I don't really remember the story that much, but I do remember uh, seeing this. And I believe it's a lady who thought of this, building this uh, Flintstone town. Um, it goes, um, Fred Flintstone fought the law and he won. Technically, the owner of the uh, Flintstone's house in a posh San Francisco suburb settled a lawsuit with the town of Hillsborough but the agreement will allow Fred and his friends to remain. Justice for the Flintstones. The Flintstones won one. It goes in a yabba-dabba dispute that pitted property rights against government rules that played out in international media. Retired publishing Florence Fang defended her colorful-shaped house and its elaborate homage to the Flintstones family featuring stone age sculptures inspired by the 1960s cartoon along with aliens and other oddities now there and i don't know if this is still existent but if you go on youtube and you put uh um i guess like flintstone house and stuff they used to have like these little parks and i'm not sure if there's more than one i'm not even sure if that's even in business anymore but they had this little, little town that was designed just like the Flintstones. And you could go into like Fred Flintstone's house and you can go into the beauty parlor, the supermarket, you know, and it had like this big tall uh, slide thing that was on like this uh, Tyrannosaurus uh, back or something. You could slide down it. But basically, I don't remember what it's called, but um, it's basically the town of the uh, Flintstones. And they had a replica of, well, everything was replica. replica. They had the uh, rep, replica um, Flintstones mobile, the Barney Rubble mobile, and all this stuff. And I thought that was pretty interesting. Now, I'm not sure. I think they were in the process of closing it because they didn't get enough. Uh, you know, it wasn't really making the money that they thought it was going to make. It probably did when it first started. But then as time dies out, you know, everybody goes there and does it and all this other stuff so i think they're in the process of closing it or they have closed it i'm not sure because it's been a couple of years since i saw this uh 
Uh, the story goes the town, however, called the Towering Dinosaurs and Life Size Sculptures a highly visible eyesore and sued Fang, alleging she violated local codes when she put dinosaur sculptures in the backyard and made other landscaping changes that caused local officials to declare it a public nuisance. To me, they're showing the picture on, uh, they took a picture of this and they're showing it online. To me, it really don't look that bad. Of course, I'm a Flintstone fan and a Jetsons fan. I, I like a lot of stuff that Hanna-Barbera did, you know, cartoon-wise. I've always been a, a Flintstone fan ever since I was a child. I loved watching the Flintstones and the Jetsons and several other shows. But um, to me, the, the picture really don't look that bad. Like they're, they're complaining. I'm sure there's probably a lot worse things than what you could put up besides the Flintstones. I mean, the Flintstones are for everybody. Uh, it goes on to say... An attorney for the town previously said residents are required to get a permit before installing such sculptures, regardless of the theme. Hillsborough went to court in 2019 after Fang failed to comply with multiple stop work orders, as well as an order to remove the features around the multi-million dollar property with its 2,730 square foot. 254 square meter home. Fang countersued the Daily Post and, and uh, Paliato first reported news of the settlement on Thursday. Uh, this guy here named Mark Hadak, Hadak, I believe it's Hadak, attorney for Hillsboro, previously said the town prides itself on its royal woodsy feel. Rules are in place so neighbors don't have to look at your vision. Of what you would like to have. And you don't have to look at theirs. Well I look at it this way is. If that's your property. And you know you paying your taxes every year. What you're supposed to be doing. You're doing the right thing. Who the hell cares what you have. It shouldn't matter to them. Why are you looking. If you don't like it why are you looking. You know why Why didn't you just say hey. Could you put up, put up a big fence around it. That's all you have to do. If you don't like it, you can either move, leave the lady alone, or just ask her to put up a big fence. You know, people pay their taxes. They should be able to do what they want to do. Goes on to say, according to records, the settlement stipulates that the town will review and approve a survey of the landscaping improvements. In turn, Fang will apply for building permits. The town will also pay Fang $125,000 and she will drop the lawsuit, which was dismissed in uh, state court on April 27th. No news on Barney Rubble's role in the matter. Well, I think that's a cute story. Like I said, the picture that they took really is not that bad. You know, it's uh, it's just like a Christmas town, basically, without Santa Claus <laughs> and the elves and Mrs. Claus. But for these people... These people to complain about what this lady's doing. That's just wrong. Especially when you pay your taxes. If you pay your taxes, that's your land. Well, technically it's not your land. It's the federal government's land. But you're, it's your land to use. You know, you pay your taxes. You should be able to do what the hell you want to do with your land. 
But um, it, it's just some people like to complain about things. You know, it's just it's just ridiculous. I, I just I don't get it with some people. I really don't. It's about you know, just like that guy trying to pass uh counterfeit bills. It's just a bunch of nonsense. And I tell you another thing, it's a bunch of nonsense. You're on a bus, you know, in a big city and all this other stuff. And you got people that go on the bus and they get on their cell phones and they just blab, blab, blab from the minute they get on the bus till the minute they leave. And, you know, and another thing is, too, is I go into this movie and this is very annoying. This happened a couple years ago. And I go to this movie theater and I'm, I want to watch this movie. So this woman's behind me and I guess she had her two daughters or whatever with her, with them and stuff. So I was in there before they were. So they get in there and then they start getting on their phones and I swear they blabbed and blabbed and blabbed. And I like, I like getting to the movie theater early. You know, I like to be there at least 30 minutes early. I don't know why, but I just do mainly because I can get a good seat and I could just relax you know, and, and whatever the case may be. But anyways, they come in there and they're right behind me and they're just blabbing, blabbing, blabbing for 30 minutes. They're blabbing. I don't even think they even knew how, what air was to come up for air. But anyways, the movie's starting and I'm, I'm sitting here trying to watch the previews. And I like, and I know a lot of people don't like watching previews. They say it's fine to be on your phone when previews go on. Me, I like to watch the previews, especially when I'm paying $10 to see a movie. You know, I like to watch the previews. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching, you know, and I really don't like to start problems. I really don't. And so I'm sitting there and they're blabbing for about 30 minutes. All of a sudden, I turn around and I ask them, could you please turn, silence your phones? Now, and you know what? The thing about it is when you're in a movie theater, they tell you to silence your phones. They want you to to turn your phones off while you're at a movie theater. So anyways, I turn around and I tell them, hey, you know, could you guys mind, you know, turn off your phones or whatever? Boy, that mother got on my case like I was doing, like I gave me the fifth degree that I was doing something wrong. And I told her, I said, no, look, I said, I'm paying to see this movie. I'm paying to see this movie. I don't like to hear people talking behind me. I said, if you want to talk on your phones, go outside. You know, if you come to a movie, turn your phones off and watch the damn movie. That's why I told him, you want to watch the movie? Turn your phones off and watch the movie. Now get out. Boy, they didn't like that. So then they went and got the, um, they went and got the usher or whoever the case may be. I guess he's a manager usher or whatever. Anyways, the usher calls me out to the thing and I told him, I said, look, I'm trying to watch this movie. They were on their phones, blah, 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 blah wouldn't be quiet and they, and they just kept going on and on and on about this and i told him you know i told the usher i said look i turned around and told him to be quiet or go outside and you know so be on their you know be on your phones outside so anyways the usher goes well you're right sir he said you know we tried to tell people to turn he goes we tried to tell people to turn their phones off but sometimes people don't want to listen and so anyways i go back to my seat and i sit down and then the usher about a couple minutes later comes back and tells the ones behind me. And they said, uh, you know, he tells them, so look, ma'am, he's in the right. You shouldn't be on the phone. And, and this is what the real kicker is. When the usher was coming up, 
they were still blabbing on their phones. So the usher goes, look, he was right. You're wrong. If you want to be on your phones, go outside. Go outside. If you want to be on your phones, go outside. Our policy is you turn your phones off when you're inside the theater. When the movie's starting, turn your phones off. Boy, I tell you what, that mother did not like it one single bit. She got up and started going off on the usher, screaming, and, and basically she was screaming and throwing a fit going out through the door. I said, there's five-year-olds. I told that usher, there's five-year-olds act better than, a, you know, act more grown up than what this lady did. And see, this is, the problem with society is they teach their children this. So their children think that they can get anything that they want. And, and there's a lot of parents that will do this, will buy their children everything. And this is what's the problem with society society today. They raise their children to be like this. They raise their children to be like this. So my point is this. If you're going to a movie, have respect for the other patrons that pay to see the movie. that actually want to watch the movie. Because it's very annoying. Nobody wants to hear your conversations. Nobody wants to hear the conversation while they're in there watching a movie. It's already bad enough people have a bad day as it is. They don't want to hear other people having bad days. But, um, you know, in a, another thing that's very annoying, uh, you know how, like, a lot of these stores, well, a lot of these stores won't take checks anymore. But there is a lot of people that checks that people use, especially Walmart. I've seen this a lot at Walmart. Now, People will go into Walmart instead of having the check already written out. They wait until they till they do the last purchase until they get the total. Then they'll sit down and write the whole check out what the total is. First of all, I can't stand checks. Well, people just use debit cards. Slide it through and you're done or credit cards or whatever the case may be. But I cannot stand people who use checks, especially ones that sit there and they write it out. Right there when they get done. And then they got to slide it through the machine. What comes out the other end. You know. And it's just. It holds up a line of people. It just holds up time. Where people have to get to places. And everything else. But I cannot stand people. Well. I'll, I'll take that back. It's okay if you already have the check written out. Where all you have to do is put the total in. What bothers me is. That people wait until the last minute and then they write the whole damn thing out. That's what's annoying. But anyways, I'm sorry for griping and putting this on the uh, thing here. <laughs> Just a lot of things that bother me been has been bothering me lately. <laughs> anyways, like I said, I hope everybody had a safe and wonderful uh, holiday weekend. And I tell you what. Yesterday, I missed the mail. Mail didn't run. Now, that's another thing. Now, you would think the banks would have closed. If 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 uh, July 4th, which is, they say, July 4th weekend. I thought July 4th weekend would start on a Friday till Monday or till Sunday. Now, it doesn't make any sense that the mail did not run yesterday on Monday. It makes no, it makes no bit of sense. Well, no, the day before today's Wednesday. But it made no sense that the mail did not run. You think that they would have and not ran Friday. And so it makes no sense to uh, have money when July 4th was way over two days ago. Well, three days ago now. 
But um, it, it, that never seems to make any sense to me why they would do that after it's after the holiday instead of before the holiday. Well, that's just a train of thought. I just figured I'd bring that up. Anyways, everybody have a safe and wonderful evening. And uh, thank you for thank you for turning tuning in to my podcast. Everybody have a safe and wonderful evening and good night. Thank you.